0: want to talk to you today. Uh, The title of the message is The Art of Deception. What a nice crowd. The goal of the enemy is to get you to where you don't believe the Word of God. But our goal needs to be as Christians to hear God, which, you know, I, I've, I've always got to back this up because there was a time in my life, there was a time in the religious community where they, if you said you heard God, they thought you was schizophrenic. Which if you're one of those right now by video, none of you would be that way by video right now. The word says that his sheep, which are, hear his voice. That still, quiet voice that speaks to you is God. And it's the Holy Spirit, which is God. So our goal is to get this in us the best we can do. Do like Brad said, be here. Don't miss. Don't. I mean, we can all find excuses to stay home in bed. I was going to do it this morning, but I hadn't told anybody I wasn't going to be here, so I had to come here. No, that's not true at all. But the enemy wants to deceive us, and Satan's goal is to literally speak long enough into our lives that we believe him. I can remember when I was in college, just two years of college, and I was convinced in two years that abortion was okay because of the liberal teachers that were in the colleges that I went to. And I went to, to tell you how bad I hated college, let me see, I went to one, two, three, three four colleges in 2 years so i didn't stay very long anywhere but in that indoctrination i really believed that a woman should be able to do what they want but i wasn't paying attention to the truth and this is this is listen especially nowadays this is the only truth left fox doesn't have the truth CNN doesn't have the truth, Newsmax does not have the truth. Nobody has the truth about what is really going on but this right here. And this is why we've got to recognize and discern. We don't want to be deceived. We don't want to we don't want to allow deception to change our beliefs and our direction. But it's funny how whoever you hang out with, you tend to start believing what they have to say and what they do and you start accepting and you can literally talk yourself into anything. Has anybody noticed that? But the word deception is to mislead the mind to cause to err from truth. Deception is, what did I say? This is the only truth. So deception is something or someone or somebody drawing you to the place where you look at this and you think, well, you know, that's a pretty crazy story to think that the sea separated and millions of people walked across and then they didn't have any food and then God rained manna down from heaven and fed them for years and years and years and then when they got hungry for quail, he gave them enough quail, they got sick at their stomach. And, well, you know, that, that's just a fairy tale. No, it's not. It's the truth. And you have to believe this because you're going to find in your life that there is no other truth. But see, we, we come to the place where... We fall into that deception and don't even know we're there. We come to that place in our life because it's been so long. You know, 1, 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen says, Even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Now, that word light there, when you break it down in the Greek, literally means voice. So someone else is speaking to you daily. And it's the world, it's the news, it's the billboards, it's you name it, you're being spoke to. You're seeing and you're you're coming to that place of being deceived. But see, our goal is to anchor our lives on the truth of the word. Our security has to be in the truth and that's in him. And we have to be at the place in our life where nothing is going to weigh us, move us. John 8, 32 says, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free free truth truth when you break it down is reality we live we live in a world but we're from heaven we are ambassadors passing through but reality is we're children of god reality is we live in the truth but we don't always operate in the truth because we don't allow the truth to flow through us Whatever time we spend or whoever or whatever we spend around we spend our time is what you will be persuaded to be and do I mean it's a fact it's just one of those things first Thessalonians 5:21 says test all things hold fast what is good it says that for a reason because there's always something going on in our lives that can draw us and pull us a direction we do not want to go. First John 1 John 1.5 says, God is light and there is no darkness in him at all. God is light and there is no darkness in him at all. You know, I, I just then glanced over at all the young people that are here going to be working and serving today. They are living in an arena that is so different than when I lived in that same arena some of the things that we would do and got, get pulled into is so different than what they face now. So it's so vitally important that we as adults are praying for them and those as young people are trying to get this in and believing that this is the truth because they, like all of us, have to make choices every day. But we, we can be so deceived by the enemy. And Ephesians 5.11 says, take no part in the worthless deeds of the evil. Take no part. In other words, don't, don't, don't. I used to run around with what's called the Cutler Gang. Everybody took their cars and we used to drag race through town, spin around and drag race back. That was just what we did. And everybody else drank and did drugs, but I didn't. But that influence... And me being there, everybody else thought that I was just like they were in the areas of abuse of alcohol and the abuse of drugs. And I'm not talking about the people. Great folks, most of them got saved since then. Myself. But the influence is what we have to watch because that influence is going, the enemy is going to deceive you and pull you in where you don't want to go. Romans twelve nine says, hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good. Be mature enough in your walk in life that you can say, no, thank you. Be mature enough in your life and mature enough in the word to know that anything in that arena will eventually destroy you. We're being deceived on a daily basis, but we have to recognize the deceptions out there. Well, the crazy part about it is, God even said that the devil is the father of all lies. He's a deceiver. Now, if he said he's a deceiver, then I think maybe we might pay attention to what he's doing in our lives and in this world. Look at the world. The politics are ridiculous, both sides. It's amazing how we've got 10 or 15 billion dollars in our bank account, not me, but we want more. That's all part of the deception. That's all part of what's taking place. Greed is taking over and it's all scriptural and we are in the end times, but we have to recognize we cannot anymore allow deception to take over in our lives because deception will destroy us. (laughs) I want, to look, I want to look at a civilization that started about 1,000 years B.C., before Christ. Reigned through those times and then reigned through the Roman Empire and a little bit longer. The civilization was the Celtics. They lived in the British Isles through Scandinavia, Europe, and Asia Minor. They were ruled... By pagan people, because it was a pagan influential time. And the, the, the demonic forces were everywhere. And they believed in all kinds of gods. And the priests were called druids. And they worshiped many, many gods. One of the gods that they worshiped was M U C H O L L A, the sun god. And in that believing sun god, this time of year, as you all have recognized, the sun starts, we start losing a minute a day. And it gets, dark, it gets darker quicker, darker quicker, darker. Well, they were, they were a people that, I don't want to use the word wrong, they were people that didn't have knowledge. They were ignorant people. So the Druid priests took advantage of that, and they said, that the sun god was against us, and there's things we have to do to protect our lives. Now we're talking a civilization of people that believed the priest. So in that believing the priest, they recognized, they taught the people that the sun god was cutting back, so we have to have a festival of Sam Sam S A M H O I N, literally means summer's end. A festival of death, they called it. Because the sun was dying off and the demons now in the darkness could invade your homes and they could invade the atmosphere and they could, they could take over your lives. So they took advantage of that and they went from house to house dressed in drab clothes and they would come to your house and they would want offerings to keep their priesthood going. And if you did not give... They put a curse on your house. Trick or treat for you that haven't picked up on what I'm talking about. This started 1,000 B.C. And they would go to the homes, and because of the teaching, those that were sickly and those that needed to maybe go to the nursing home like we do now that we can't take care of, you offered your grandparents, you offered your father, you offered your sick kids up to them and then they would take them to the fire that was raging in the middle of the town. Picture yourself now. We're not talking a town with streetlights. We're talking a dark community with no lights, just candles here or there. They would take this to this big fire that was raging in town. They were all around it, and they would put these people in these baskets and they had a rig set up so they would drag them over and drop them in the fire. That's why they call it not, bonfire, not bonfires like you do. It's called a fire. Deception is going on in their lives. They would take turnips. And they would carve faces on them and put a candle in them and set them on the front of their house to fight off the demons of the area. They were taught this. Are, are you... Are you How'd that start? Deception. But what's crazy about this, this, this is Satan's holiday coming up the end of the month. Let's, let's trick or trunk or trunk or treat or whatever. Let, let, what? You say, well, I have fun. You've been deceived, And you can make a choice. I'm just giving you the facts of where it come from. I'm just giving you a fact of what really took place. And I'm not, a, I'm not against pumpkins. I'm not against, I'm not against fall decorations. The, the word's not against any of that. But the word is definitely against allowing this kind of thing. Could you imagine? My father that was was for the last two years before he passed away couldn't even respond. Could you imagine being so deceived that I would take my father and give them over to the druids to sacrifice? Deception. Fear. Very good. I didn't want to be so serious but but then the catholic church come in to change it and which is all good but it backfired they they come they call all saints day on november 1st they called it all saints day but it, for some reason because of deception it slid back and it was called halloween Not All Saints Day, but Halloween. So the tradition goes on and 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 goes on. on. But what's interesting about it, it's got to the place now where there's 41 estimate, 41 million kids and adults on the streets on Halloween night. 22% higher death rate On a Friday night of Halloween, because the kids are all walking the streets and cars accidentally run over them, every 2.07 seconds, a child gets killed on Halloween night. But this is all good because it's Halloween and we're having fun. We've been deceived. Now, I'm talking to all of us. I was deceived. When When I got the revelation of this, you can ask Bradley, it stopped. And did they miss it in life? Not when you see the facts. Not when you see where it come from. Not when you recognize that. Listen to this. 2.6 million dollars, billion dollars in candy. 2.7 billion dollars in decorations, which I don't quite agree with that because some decorations are okay. 60 million, (laughs) I love this one, 60 million pounds of candy are consumed on Halloween. 40% of the retail sales for the year is on Halloween night. $3.2 billion in costumes rank the second now to Christmas for the money and the things that are done. $7.4 million <laughs> million dressing up your pets. I thought you'd like that one. I could just see Teddy in a little outfit. Well, Pastor, why are you bringing this up? Number one, to show you how deception works. The highest holiday, holy day, of the the satanic realm is Halloween. And we are a part of it and don't even know we're a part of it. They're grinning from ear to ear. Every demon that's, that's assigned to us is grinning from ear to ear when we participate in Halloween. It's not even on my calendar. Hasn't been for years and years and years. It's not even... My light, my front porch light is never on. As a matter of fact, it's got so crazy, I have to hide Turn off every light in the house. Now, isn't that crazy? What I should be doing is when they come up, give them a track and tell them, this is ridiculous what you're doing. But I just hide. Because I don't want to deal with it. Because I don't want to be a part of it. And if you're out there right now mad at me, I'm sorry. But I'm just giving you what the Word says about it. I'm just giving you the fact is, we can't be the place we can't be at a place in our, in our lives where we allow, I mean, think about the finances and the wasted time that we all throw away if we're involved in it. But I'm just giving you this because I, I started off by just sharing with you that we're, the enemy, he, he loves to deceive us. And it's not only in this, it's in many things in our life. It's no, different, it's no different than the political arena right now. If you vote for someone that believes abortion's okay, they're deceived and now you're deceived because you've listened to them and all their good ideas about everything else in life, but yet they've got one point. They're murderers, or allow murder. That's deception. And, and they get up and say they're going to give you a tax break. They're lying. That's a deception. We've got to recognize where we're at and what's going on. We've got to recognize now they can literally get up and lie to you and no consequences. For example, our Illinois governor said that our budget was balanced. I I have a little intelligence. I'm not like the droods. I'm not like like the Celtic people that had no knowledge, had no way to learn, had no way to find out. I can find out. I've got a discerner called the Holy Spirit that's in me that helps me to discern who is lying to me and who is telling the truth. And we've got to recognize that we're being deceived. Are we? 1 Thessalonians 5, 21 says, Examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good. New American standard. Hold fast to that which is good. John 11 says, Don't do what is evil, but what is good. Don't do what evil, but what is good. Well, now, if I didn't know, I, de- I, didn't, I didn't mean to. Well, that's why I'm presenting this. Now you've been informed. So now we have to make a choice. Deuteronomy says, choose life. It, it tells you about death and then it tells you about life and then, it <laughs> and then he says at the end, oh, by the way, now that I've showed you death and I've showed you life, choose life. Why? Because there, there's life in life and there's death in death. And if this is true, then it's true. And true is reality. Reality is we It's not a law that I have to. And I have a choice to to make decisions. But those decisions always have consequences. And I I can make the choice, but I can't determine the consequences. So my best bet is to follow the scripture. 1 Corinthians 10.21 says, You cannot partake of the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. I can't put on a devil outfit and not be a part of the devil. I can't lie and not be a part of the liar, the original liar. I can't accept somebody giving me information that I know is not true because then I become the untrue just like that. I can't spend time. The Bible says that whoever you spend time with is who you're going to be like. You're influenced by them. It's just the way it is. So you have to learn to back away from situations. Yes, we need to witness to people that are living wrong, but we don't live with those people that are wrong. We recognize what it will do in our lives. We recognize how, how quick we can be deceived. Romans 13, 12 says, Cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Come to that place of recognizing I choose to live for Christ. I choose to live for God. I choose to do the things of God. I choose to clean up my mouth. I choose to quit using profanity everywhere I'm at. I choose to to talk with common sense. I choose to not lie. I choose. Why? Because life is in this right here. And life can be right here and this right here. And I eventually can walk in the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit when I have it in me. I always have it. But if I'm living in darkness, it's not going anywhere. It won't come out. I've got to break and crack the shell of my life and allow it to flow out of my life. And I can't live in darkness once I know where darkness is at. Now, if I didn't know darkness, if, if you didn't know Halloween was Satan's holiday, now you do. And and I'm not, you go right on and do whatever and I won't see you any differently. I love you just the same. I'm just trying to help you as a pastor to recognize there's death in it. He said, well, there's, I'm sorry. Where'd it come from? Now, they were ignorant of it. They didn't know what they were in. They were being used like we're being used by the political arena now. I mean, we're already at the place we're already at the place where it's okay. The baby can be five months, the baby could be nine months, and some politicians are saying it's nothing until it breathes. Now I can understand that back in the day when you didn't have the technology we got now and the proof that there's life that we didn't know, but we know now. You can ask Doc how many babies he delivered that were premature and they're kicking and right now doing. That's deception. You say, well is this a political speech? Yeah, a little bit. But this is my opinion all this. Well, not all of it. I'm trying to give you what's in here. The fact is we have to be in a place in our life and sometimes it's tough to make decisions that, that the world doesn't the world laughs at you get used to it because the separation is getting wider and wider and wider and wider 1 Corinthians 10:31 says whatever you do do everything for the glory of God you know where do we stand i want i want y'all just wait you know where do you stand what kind of choice are you going to be making about life coming up with the elections and life coming up with just everything in your life? And, I, and I'm talking to myself as well as you. We have to be so careful in the choices we make where that choice could take us without us even knowing the choice is taking us there. We've got to make room. Team, come on up. We've got to make room for Him in our lives. We've got to recognize, listen. young and old, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. This is the only answer to what's coming up. And I'm not trying to put fear on you. I'm just telling you when things, they're going to get so rough that you've got to be such a place in your life that you don't care if you die. Because see, there is no, there is no fear in death when you know Him. No fear. Somebody could walk in right now and blow my head off, and I wouldn't give a rip. I'd hate to to make the mess for somebody to have to clean up, but but hey, you've got to know Him. Young and old in all your decisions. You've got to know Him, but you've got to make room for Him. You've You've got to come to that place in your life where... Or you, you, It's your choice. It's my choice. I can read this every day, or I can put it aside every day. I can pray every day, or I can not pray every day. But I'm finding in my life that I've got to have wisdom. And he even says in here, he says, if you need wisdom, ask. He doesn't say that about a lot of things. If you need wisdom, ask. Well, I, I can't ask somebody that I don't know. I've got to know him intimately. I've got to know him every move he makes by reading and studying and spending time with him and other believers. You say, well, I I don't like everybody here. I don't either. But I love everybody here. In the thanks of God, we've got to make room for him. end days, folks. And we've got to recognize how easy we've been deceived over years and years and years and come back to the truth and trust in Him. Everybody smile at me. It's okay. God's got your number. He knows what's going on in your lives. He's going to take care of you. Father, we thank you. Help us to make room. We can't do it in ourselves. We're all too fleshly. But you can draw us and draw us and we can just say yes to you and watch you take care of us one day at a time help us to put a smile on our face and recognize you have our lives in your hands and we trust in you father and we thank you for it in Jesus name and everybody said call you blessed probably we will be going through this door and you get you a voting sheet and try each and every one you use it. don't like the hot stuff and vote